Greetings from somewhere south of London. I'm your hostess, Fiorella Nash, sometimes known by my nom de plume, Fiorella de Maria. I'm a writer of history, mystery and crime fiction, but most importantly, I'm an incorrigible bibliophile. I'm back all the way from that sceptred isle, bringing you season three of the Fiorella Files, in which I will discuss yet more books, classic and contemporary, or just books I've read and feel an overwhelming urge to share with you. There will be, during the course of the season, 150 more books that you should read, just might enjoy reading, and wouldn't want to read if your life depended on it. Every so often, I will attempt to coax my children into appearing on the show, bringing you books for younger readers. Well, I hope you are all enjoying some reading. As I mentioned before, if you haven't gone into the Goodreads website yet, please do sign up. You absolutely cannot do better if you're looking for a reading community, and I'm determined we are going to have a Fiorella Files book club. Find me on Goodreads and let's do this. Anyway, I have three more intriguing books to share with you today. I hardly know where to start. But I am going to start with a difficult book. I hesitated even to share it because I thought it was very, very demanding. Not so much just demanding reading because it's beautifully well written and very, very accessible, but because the subject matter itself is so troubling. But I felt when I read it, it's the sort of book that can change your life. Every book ought to do that, but very few do. And this is one of those books where within the first chapter, I was thinking my life will never be the same again for reading this. And I desperately wanted to share it for exactly that reason. The book is called The Devil in the Castle and it's by author Dan Burke. The full title, in fact, is The Devil in the Castle, St. Teresa of Avila, Spiritual Warfare and the Progress of the Soul. And it is very much based around the spirituality and the spiritual writings of Teresa of Avila. I normally start by giving some notes about the biography of the author, because I always think it's a good idea to get to know the author as well as possible before reading a book. Somehow it feels polite. It's like going to a party and introducing yourself before getting bogged down in a conversation. But I honestly could not find very much information about Dan Burke. But in some ways, perhaps it is better that there is some reference in the book itself. He does talk a little bit about his own spiritual journey, but in quite short terms, that's not the focus of the book. But in a way, the book is not about the author. He is channeling his knowledge of St. Teresa of Avila to try to help readers to rediscover and build their spiritual life. The only thing I did notice is he has written a lot of books about prayer, about the the mental prayer space, and so many of his books do have the saints at the centre. There's um, a book about Saint Therese of Lisieux, Living the Mystery of Merciful Love, 30 Days with Therese of Lisieux. So he's really trying to guide readers on a very particular journey. And it's very much about those saints, the way they approached prayer. And I think he sees himself very much as a guide rather than an author or even a narrator. 
Just to reassure readers as well, it's published by Sophia Institute, so you don't have to have any concerns about the soundness, as it were, of the orthodoxy of the book. The title is necessarily frightening because what Dan Burke is trying to demonstrate, and which St. Therese of Avila very much discussed in her own spiritual writing, is the fact that very often when we think of demonic possession, when we think of the devil being at work in a person's life, we think of very dramatic things. We think of the exorcist. We think of very violent, very frightening manifestations, people having horrible visions, terrible accidents, you know, really horrendous things happening to people. And unfortunately, in this day and age, the response to that very, very dark image of demonic activity is to trivialise it completely, just to go the other way. C.S. Lewis mocks that in the screw tape letters. Oh, when you make him think of the devil, let him think of a man in red tights. You know, we tend to see the devil almost as a comical figure in popular culture. But what Dan Burke is demonstrating here with Teresa of Avila's interior castle as the, the blueprint, if you like, is to point out that, in fact, the frightening reality of our lives is that the devil works through tiny actions. When we say the devil is in the detail, we're not far wrong. That most, therefore, of demonic activity happens without us even noticing in the distractions when we're trying to pray, in the way our eyes wander at mass those little things we do which stop us from focusing on God.